Welcome to another different episode of the SparkCast. We're going to be going over and rating the special features of the Shout Factory release of the Transformers Season 1 DVD. This came out in 2009, I think, the Season 1. That was the year for the special documentary we watched. I don't know if that was the actual year of the DVD releases. Anyway, what do you all have to say about do you not want to introduce us yeah that's what i want to say i i, I want to say that i deserve a proper introduction <laughs> yeah oh okay introduce yourselves i'm sammy tar <laughs> which will be revealed later uh and i am thomas tar i guess because i also have feelings about that <laughs> <laughs> i am U- i am ulan so beautiful and uh, later, my parents would think that was a stupid name. So two months in, they changed me to Sean instead of Ulan. Before we get an episode, Sean, I, I guess we can have a conversation about a package that you mailed to me back on January 10th, 2019. <laughs> you mean 2020, right? 2019. You, you sent this to me a year ago. And I had it a year and a half ago. Because you came over to record like right after I had gotten it, and I had to shove it under the uh, the entertainment center in my room, like under the bottom shelf, so you wouldn't see it. And then I forgot <laughs> it was there for months until I moved. And Oops. I've had it this whole time, and I guess we've been meaning to just have me open it on a podcast, but I never. I don't. I don't know why. How come we never opened this on a podcast? I don't remember. Because uh, we forgot. <laughs> you forgot you had it. <laughs> then I would forget to remind you to do it. So and, and every day I walk in my room and I and there's this box on the floor. And I was like, we should open this on a podcast. And then we don't open it on a podcast. <laughs> okay, so get out your scissors and carefully cut said box. Uh, let's see. All right, I have it open. Uh... All right. This is pretty good. I'm looking at a couple of are these yeah, these are DVDs. Beast Wars, the uh the second season and the third season. Is it just the second and the third season shot? I don't get the first season. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you're Someone's not so, picky. You're not such a fan that you didn't already have that one? Okay. <laughs> uh no. But yeah, I so and this is actually this actually works out because you offer me a lot of DVD shot and often I turn them down <laughs> uh, because I and I usually say I don't want to collect a bunch of stuff. I, 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 I choose to be very picky about the stuff that I choose to put on my shelf. Beast Wars is something that I, I don't know. To, to me, it always would have made the cut, but I never I never looked into getting it on in physical. So this actually works out. So now. I'll just hop on Amazon after this and get the first season. <laughs> but yeah, this is definitely cool. now this is actually a great gift shot because I, I this is definitely something I would want to keep on my shelf. Well, that but is in your, addition uh, to that, your 2019 birthday present. <laughs> Happy birthday, uh, past Thomas. Uh, but in addition <laughs> to that, there's color and activity book inside of it, and it is GoBots themed. <laughs> Oh, I forgot all about that. Yeah, it's a GoBots coloring book, a little mini GoBots coloring book. It's the size of the palm of your hand, basically. 
Yeah, pretty much. I think that it's was not fruit, even a I coloring th- book. It, it was a coloring book through uh, through a fast food restaurant that you would get, I think. Because I just found it at an antique store and was like, all right, I'm going to get this for Thomas. <laughs> oh, oh, you got it at an antique store? I was so... There's actually a page that's filled out. <laughs> I'll never be able to unscramble I, the uh, the planet names on my own. <laughs> oh no! There's only two pages that have something filled in. So mm-hmm. this is funny. Go bots! Oh my god! One of these faces. God, these things are so ugly. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> You're actually negative about go bots. That's a first on this show. I mean, just because they're ugly doesn't mean I don't like it. Maybe that just makes me love them more. <laughs> okay (laughs) all right but yeah i appreciate it sean thank you all right you're allowed to continue on with this this episode enough about me (laughs) okay Getting back to this, I don't know how long Shout Factory has been around, but they have become a huge company since. I don't know if any of you have ever ordered from Shout Factory, have you? I've Not, never gotten no. anything from them, but I've been aware of them. They usually do panels at different um, cons and stuff like that. Um, okay. Oh, so they were founded in 2002. Okay. They put out fighting food on, so that's about all I know. So they're a lot bigger now than they used to be because they were having a sale, I think, for the quarantine going on. And when I looked it up, they actually have the rights for Blu-rays, DVDs of a ton of movies. And I actually ended up buying like 10 from them. And they actually make their own original special features for a lot of these. Like I got the Silent Hill movie and they had basically a two hour interview with the director and an hour interview with the, the guy who played pyramid head in it and another like half hour interview with somebody and i'm like this is a ton of special features they just ran it and then um another movie i got had a whole hour and a half of new special features and they just make a lot of that stuff like, and then like like the wizard was released on blu-ray and it also had a lot of mini special features on it as well as a new director's commentary track and stuff like that yeah i don't buy a lot of physical goods so i don't i'm pretty sure i don't have anything from shout factory on my shelf but my experience with them is mostly from sponsoring the uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 Turkey Day like marathons. So, so when they're they're advertising all over that between the different movies and stuff like that. But th- they're really ubiquitous. Like you hear about them all the time with different stuff efforts. They did release it in 2009, uh, the very first season. So anyway, but yeah, yeah. So I've been buying. I bought a few of those, and I was just like surprised at how big they are now. They got some TV series. They got some. They even helped fund, yeah, like they're on there for helping fund the Mystery Science Theater show and one of their pages. And just they have a ton of stuff on Blu-ray. And like like I got Robocop 2 and 3, they made exclusive versions of those that have their own special features on it. Hmm. Just not Robocop 1, because I think another company has the rights to that one for some odd reason. I actually do have one of their things. It's the uh, TFA, the complete series. <laughs> what was that? Transformers Animated. Uh, oh, oh! they released Transformers Animated. They did, which I'm so happy for because it was not out for the longest time. And I remember it like them doing the ads and I was like freaking out. 
Did they include so. all the animated shorts on there as well? No. Oh no, they God. didn't. You still have to get the singles for those, which just pisses me off. That is so annoying because they're they're so good about putting so many different special features on there. There are no special features on this one, At, like ex- including like sometimes uh, some of the original special features if they can get them. But you know, animated had absolutely nothing. It was literally yeah. straight up the cartoon, which is fine. Yeah. I wanted the the episodes, but like, uh... I recommend like people checking them out just to see what they carry now because sometimes it seems like they're getting movies that don't have blu-ray releases yet and releasing them but since they know like a lot of people might not buy that movie they're also going to add a few special features or they just want to release a big special feature because it is a big movie uh so it seems like they've just been really they're a lot different than what they were like a decade ago last time i was did any kind of looking at them I mean, it seems like they're also partnered with G Kids and uh, NYV Post to be putting out Blu-rays of like the really big anime theatrical movies. So like Mm -hmm. Over the Wall, Weathering with You, stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it does say right here in 2017, they now have the exclusive distribution for Studio Ghibli films that used to belong to Disney. Hi, this is uh, we're not sponsored by uh, Shout Factory, but (laughs) yeah. But no, it's just I just looking through all the movies they have now. Like, there are two that I don't have yet. I gotta wait till you know, because this whole crisis, they can't actually print some of the older ones yet. Mm. So I gotta wait. Who knows how many months? To- Hackers on Blu-ray. But anyway, Hackers is not Transformers. So, so what we have here is the special feature disc that comes with season one. It's called the 25th anniversary release of season one apparently season one is the only one that has a 25th anniversary release i don't know if they added more special features to it because seasons two and three don't say that i don't think i wonder if that means they just added this special feature disc to it so people would buy it again like the way a lot of companies tend to do so that you'll buy the dvd a second time so the special features on this disc was a 20 minute feature of the making of the transformers a public service announcement three commercials and an actual script on the DVD. If you put it in your computer of the fifth episode transport to oblivion, we're going to rate the, and talk about the first special feature, which is about the making of transformers. So what did you guys, how would you guys rate this total before we get into it about uh, just the general making of, uh, of a show cartoon uh, based on other special features you've seen or, making of things you've seen before like a two or a three it was it really wasn't that impressive like there were certain like seconds that i really enjoyed of information but as an overall like it was a lot of basic knowledge like it seemed geared towards people who have not watched transformers before or like know about the fandom or whatever which is like totally fair but like to me would i watch it again would i pay extra for it no they didn't really go in depth into the making of it was it kind of just like glossed the top. Like, but I did like certain things like there was a lot in the beginning that I actually liked because it's like, this is how they were created, how we brought them from Japan. Oh, we had to change these faces. And then it's like they mentioned the tagline, but they didn't mention other variants or like how they came up with it. They're just like, well, this was it. And I'm like, was that even a, a story? Yeah, like, the, it, and I'm pretty sure that's not how it happened. <laughs> but yeah, what? How would you rate this special feature on a scale of one to ten, Thomas? 
I thought it was fine. Like I, I, I wouldn't say that I feel that it would be disappointing as a, a special feature or something like that. But then I guess, in in some way, I guess you kind of could say that if depending on, I guess most people who would buy these DVDs would probably be fans of the series. I mean, spending fifty dollars for it, yeah, and and, and would know kind of all that that basic information and stuff. Like they would have been steeped in that stuff for years. So just that 15 minutes, most of it was, I do think was just basic stuff that people already knew outside of a few little factoids or whatever, you know, it, it would just kind of just be like, eh, all right, I watched that. I probably won't ever watch that again. To me, it was just fine. Like my, I guess my level of knowledge is a lot different. So to me, it was just like, okay, I, I definitely appreciate like some of that stuff. Um, I mean, I had questions that I feel like could have been expanded upon, but I don't, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was very good. I thought it was a good intro without taking up too much time, like for people who don't have the time span for stuff that after that, like if they, if you turn on a special feature and you see it's 90 minutes, are most people going to watch it? I mean, that's kind of how I, how I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I do too. I watch them all. So. Well, no, I, I'm saying that I'm the kind of person that sees like a, like a 90 minute special feature. I'm like, yeah, I'm not watching that. Uh, <laughs> Because I usually I when I buy my physical stuff I I buy it just to keep on the shelf like I never like some of the stuff I I've purchased is still wrapped because I don't buy it to watch I just buy it to keep it and just have it um, so maybe I'm a little bit weird in that regard where I don't touch on those kind of special features and stuff like that. Yeah. I, see, I'm I'm the total opposite. Like I I love special features and I'm so sad that movies nowadays are just not doing that. So yeah. that I agree with. I hate I like I don't watch them, but I hate when they release a movie and it has all these special features, but then it goes to another format or another company and they get rid of all that stuff. I feel like yeah. they're taking money out of my pocket <laughs> when they do that kind of stuff. I, I remember I guess what kind of broke me on actually watching them though is um the extended versions of the Lord of the Rings movies, where those <laughs> movies were almost four hours long each, and then there would be like almost like 10 plus hours of just special features. And I'm just like, this is too much. <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely oh my God. too much. I didn't get, I have the box set. I didn't buy the, the season 125th anniversary single. It came with a magnet of the Autobot insignia. Now I have to go buy it again. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. So, I'm not yeah, going to say, that. see, that's exactly why <laughs> this stuff kind of kills me. Cause then <laughs> now you have to buy, all right, I got to get this box set to get this feature and I get to get this other box set to get the rest of it. So it's a complete package. Mm-hmm. So eventually I guess I'll have to get the matrix of leadership mega collection, which has even more bonus material and an exclusive interview with Bob Budiansky and a featurette on voicing. Ro- wow. You can only get all this by buying that mega matrix of leadership collection. Wow. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. We ha- I think we had some comments just about that special feature itself. I'll do something. No, I was wrong. All four say 25th anniversary edition on the releases. So it's not like they had a regular edition followed by the 25th anniversary edition. Anyway. Uh, oh, my God. There was a 30th anniversary edition that just came out also. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yep. That's is what happens. Yep. Can't but be luckily a part it's of all I the, can't be a part of that world. <laughs> it's all the same stuff, so it's fine. So the die contest line that they mentioned in, in the, the featurette. Yeah. Uh do you guys 
like how many of the uh how many of the transformers from that test line made it over to the the official series i oh, mean when they were selling yeah because the, the, it mentions that before people were actually selling japanese action figures over here for like maybe two years but just as hey this is this figure hey this is this figure like, yeah before the show was like a thing yeah yeah but i don't i couldn't have remembered any of that because i was like one so or two so i wouldn't remember any of that stuff i'm pretty sure optimus and megatron were and i know skyfire was yeah and remember uh, uh i think shockwave was being sold over here really and, yeah, as a different, uh, as a, I think he was black though. I remember. And I remember there's a few, few of the character spotlights we've gone over where at least five or six of them were already being sold over here as separate characters that had to be stopped because they were going to be part of the Transformers line. Right. But I can't remember which ones. I'm sure there's a detailed list somewhere. <laughs> Were they sold as Transformers or were just... No, they uh, were just sold as this figure. This is a robot. Yeah, or this robot. This space robot, you know, or, you know, mega robot, so... Oh, Starscream and Thundercracker, Insecticons, and the Constructicons were all Diaclon lines, as well as the Dinobots. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they had a bunch. Sorry, I'm looking it up. (laughs) But I do know not all of them were being sold over here individually as just themselves first. I don't, um, cause I know the Insecticons and Constructicons, we just went over those and they weren't yeah. listed as being sold over here originally first. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out if they actually have a better list. That was like the U S ones. The one thing that was funny is they're like, we kept running out of similar designs for the transformers. So eventually we just had to work with Takara and ask them to design things for that. We could oh, yeah. then use for I, the show. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, I'm like, well, crap, we actually have to invest money now. I mean, or they could have stopped being greedy and kind of just slowed down and just stuck with some of the characters they had. Oh, yeah, God, that's what happened to He-Man. They started releasing so much that it oversaturated their own market and the whole line failed. Yeah. I do like how they mentioned the deeper, like, deeper character stories, more violent in the comics, and they actually mentioned that for a little bit. Because I know there's probably a lot of people who would watch this and not realize there was a Transformers comic most of the time. If you were just, you know, a fan of the show only and didn't venture out far into, say, the Collector world or the other Transformers world and all that stuff. I was surprised at how much they were mentioning that story was really important to a show like this and to to, to selling these toys. Like, multiple guys mentioned that. And, and just in my head, I'm just like, story was important? Then what happened to the show? Because like, <laughs> and what happened to some of these character bios? Like, how if story was so important, what happened? <laughs> well, they actually do bring up the miscommunication. So they're like, oh man, like uh, we were trying to pump stuff out so fast that there was miscommunication and between the comics and the cartoon. <laughs> like, okay, like, well, the continuity saying... stuff makes sense, but there's just still some just stuff that's just dumb and bad. Yeah, <laughs> when they were bringing up like how how different the comics were, I'm sitting here thinking like, yeah, it was real different, real dark. I never needed to see Megatron and um, uh, oh my god, <laughs> Ratchet. I was about to call him Raditz. Ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Um... Megatron and Ratchet like fusing together in that one like terrifying cover. Oh yeah. Which also speaking of weird covers and like the old comics, apparently not apparently they are doing a line of Transformer comics. IDW is 
that uses the same art style as the original comics, but with new stories. And it's called Transformers 84. The cover of the first issue is Starscream murdering Megatron. Oh, wow. They are going it's, for it. It is beautiful. <laughs> oh, so now you're okay with it because you're an adult. I mean, I never read them when I was a kid. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, I thought you said you saw the uh, the merger one. Or oh, well, yeah, no, but that no, I, that thing scare like terrifies me now. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. See, like, but did you read? Did you read Regeneration one when they did that uh, five years care. ago? I didn't care for it. I, I oh, read it, okay. but I don't remember a single thing from it. I I did oh, okay. not care. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. One thing I think is funny is. Some of this was a little familiar because they would bring it up again in the toys that made us that just came out in 2019. Cause I remember they interviewed Bob Bodiansky again. And he also still has all those notes that he pulls out again for that documentary. Also keeps them with him in his wallet. <laughs> <laughs> so th- th- that stuff's kind of cool though. He's just able to like show it off cause he kept it and still had it after a while. Where we see some classic names for Starscream. Yeah. Pretty Poison, The Silver Snake, and Ulchtar. Ulchtar <laughs> yeah. is... I, I had to pause that and be like, who decided Ulchtar? Like, mm-hmm. wh- what? How, yeah. Like, he was going through... He was saying that he, he was coming up with names for uh, uh, word word recognition, word word games, whatever. Word games to, to create names. Where did Ulchtar come from? How is that a word? Yeah. Well, and you can see like it was marked out in pen. Like someone was like, what the hell is this name doing here? And <laughs> marked it dumb. out and wrote Starscream. <laughs> yeah. Starscream did that actually. But yeah, that's. Can I read the little blurb that had that Alt Star uh, name? Sure, go ahead. I, I liked it. It was pretty good. So it's basically like a character description. And I think it, I guess it was coming from the uh, Transformers Bible or something like that. It's Altar that's crossed out with Starscream. Soaring swiftly through the clouds, Starscream gazes with scorn on the creatures below. He is utterly contemptuous of anything that cannot lift itself from the ground and claim the sky. Occasionally, he expresses the contempt by diving and striking, leaving flame and destruction as he again speeds upward. Yet he is not totally insane. He needs a reason for his violence, some way to justify it. This is provided by his Decepticon companions. He believes their words about the war against the Autobots being a holy mission because his soul requires that belief. (laughs) Without the sense of purpose the other Decepticons provide, his life would be meaningless, and this he could not bear. Wow. They did not end up going that route, but that's a lot. Yeah, it sounded so heavy. Like, oh my god. (laughs) I just just remember that, that horrible dub line. From Mega Man, what am I fighting for? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> accurate. <laughs> also, just the first half of this, Starstream's just a bird with a, who can talk or something. Like that's <laughs> that's totally bird behavior. Yeah, <laughs> like he's a pigeon. Uh, so if we're done here, um, I know you all thought it was like not a huge uh, special feature, but I thought it was decent for what it was for an introductory one. I feel like they're breaking it apart to have one in each season disc, basically. And yeah, that we'll makes, see more I, yeah, later. I wouldn't be surprised. I've definitely seen that happen with other like box sets and stuff like that. But what did you guys think of the other special features? The three okay. commercials and the one PSA. The Transformers, robots in disguise. Attack the Autobot Commander! 
Transformers. More than meets the eye. The Transformers from Hasbro. I'm running away from home. My parents are mean. Where will you go? I'm not sure, but I'll show them. That's right. You'll show them how mean you can be. Bumblebee. Isn't it better to try to solve problems instead of running away from them? Maybe I could try talking to my parents again. Yeah, tell them how you feel. And remember, running away leads nowhere. Now I know. And knowing is half the battle. The Transformers. I'm here for commercials and PSAs, and I absolutely want more PSAs. I did not know that they made them. Oh, they never aired them. Oh, that's why I don't know. In fact, I have a whole folder of them ready for one, a future episode one day. Oh, I'm so, I'm stoked. I, I think there's only five or six of them, though. They never made that many because they were unaired, and then they stopped making them. I'm so excited. Like, I, I, I guess we're jumping around, but... Uh, that PSA, I am very concerned about that child. Because he <laughs> looks really distraught. Like, I don't want him to talk to his parents again, actually. Like, I guess I'll talk to them again. Who again? was that? It was Bumblebee. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah Bumblebee's like, what hey, Bumblebee I don't know, know what's going on, but you should talk to them. But I already exactly. did. You should talk to them again. That'll solve your problems. I'm like, Communication Bumblebee. is key, and knowing is half the battle. Uh, yeah, they stole well, that thanks, line. Bumblebee. Well, they didn't steal it. It's still Hasbro, but... Do you yeah. want to know a secret, Thomas? What's the secret? This script is word for word from the G.I. Joe PSA. Are you serious? <laughs> I am um, not joking. That is, is that a common thing that's happening where, like, kids are running away <laughs> and then they never decided to, you know, rethink their advice of just, like, uh, no matter what's going on at home with your parents... No matter the abuse, you should go back and talk to them. Oh, your dad's an alcoholic. Go talk to him. (laughs) What? So there's another thing that you might find interesting is some of them are triple copied and also in gem. Oh, my God. You know what? If If it worked the first time, they're like, whatever. We'll just keep doing this. No one will notice. No one will notice. Yeah. I guess they didn't think there was a crossover between the shows. I don't know. Copying them would have been fine. They didn't have to make it so obvious and add, and knowing is half the battle to the end of them. Well, well why mess with the winning formula? Just, you know, <laughs> who needs... It's like... Uh, do, do they just play the G.I. Joe jingle right after during the Transformers <laughs> and Jump episodes? <laughs> I was surprised at that when I started looking into the PSAs to see how many there were. Because I was like... I saw it on YouTube one day and I was like, how many of these things are there? And there wasn't that many. And then I found out they were just all copied from GI Joe. I think one might be original who knows, but anyway, the PSA here was just like, don't run away from home kids. And I'm like, cool. I don't know why they didn't put the others on here because there's only like five of them. And then, and I was, I was kind of disappointed with the commercials. Like the commercial you get is one of the original commercials. They came out when it came out. An Insecticons commercial, then a Generation Two commercial of all things, which is like yeah, eight I was kind of confused because like yeah, I, I thought the CG was only with that Generation Two stuff that I've seen before, but oh yeah, somebody made a comment about that bad CG, and I'm like, no, that's yeah. Generation Two's theme song when you it's watch the so animation. Bad. Yeah, so bad. Yeah, but it's 1991. No, it's so bad Come they should have just not used it. <laughs> The, what kind of CG existed in 1991? That was state-of-the-art, no, man. 
No, they could have just animated it. They did not need to put it into CG. But yeah, were these I commercials that optimist, like, though? That was pretty some cool. Some commercials with the kids where they used air before. Because I'm kind of curious as to why they blurred out the kids' faces. Yeah, I was also going to ask that. Unless the kids' faces were cropped out when they when the show. No, the I think it might aired. have to do with agreements. They might not have actually had the rights to air to use it for the, DVD. the kids. The kids' faces, like because when you have movies, you probably have the rights for all that stuff. But since these were commercials, and they probably did them like quickly and with not a lot of oversight and stuff, they might not have actually had real contracts. To right. reuse them again, for all I know. Some of it was just kind of in your face, especially when, like, the camera was literally in the kid's face as he's screaming, and all you see is a giant blur blob <laughs> <laughs> of a kid screaming about Transformers. Yeah. Goals. I was just like, yeah, that's, yeah. That's why I just ended up down. Like, I was like, I have all of these on my, like, if we ever want to watch them, and talk about or just for another episode or just watch them is i think i have like something like 30 commercials saved that are all from generation one maybe like three or four from generation two and like obviously some from season three too which are pretty cool because they have like completely original animation that don't match the tv series because it's made from a different company but yeah oh and the, oh wait there's one more thing the script oh i already mentioned the script to transport to bolivian but we didn't read that really but it's a cool special feature. So overall, how do you rate all of these special features total as a bonus disc? See, it's really hard to say because I give that first portion like a two or three, but the PSAs and the commercials are like, no, the commercials are like a seven out of 10. The PSA, 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I, I will buy an extra disc just for that PSA. Yes. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. that's uh, to me. They're just whatever. They're just seem. They just seem super basic. Like I appreciate them, but I don't think much of them after watching them. To me, it would have been a, a much better special feature if they talked about like why they aired those or what was going on with the, those PSAs or why they didn't mm-hmm. air them. Uh, you know, just thinking about like why were they? Why did they t- want to touch on these themes or something like that? Um, mm-hmm. I guess I, I'm curious though as to if they do anything with the G.I. Joe versions. Like, do they talk about them at all, or do they just collect them all and just slap them onto the DVDs for the G.I. Joe? You mean, like, for the commercials and stuff, too? Well, the PSAs in particular. Oh, that's are, right, because they are, they're part do of they the just, show. Yeah, because they're, they're, yeah. I guess they're the originals, technically. Do they, on the box set for G.I. Joe, do they talk about those those PSA specifically or do they I was not a fan of GI Joe so I don't have any DVDs. Yeah, I never really watched GI Joe either. <laughs> I obviously only like Cobra Commander. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The GI Joe movie, that's that's most of my experience. I like the GI Joe movie a lot just because of what happens to Cobra Commander and the lines that he has after that. <laughs> But yeah, so what about you, Thomas? Rating of the fu- of the whole special features? I'm going to say average, so 5 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. I think that sounds about right, too, because I like the beginning. The beginning intro special feature, I think, is good for what it is. Just a short intro to, like, just about... For people who basically aren't that informed of Transformers. Yeah, like the parents who think... Who hear Transformers and think you have to plug the toys into the wall. <laughs> I, I saw this by accident. I saw that it said that Marvel Comics is never mentioned in the special feature as if they avoided it on purpose. Because it never mentions that the comics were made for Marvel. Everything 
cut out from the commercial where it mentions it or other things. And I'm just like, that's weird yeah, that they wouldn't yeah, say that. Yeah, they did they, discuss the comic and how it came first, but they didn't say who they work with or who made it or anything like that. And I know that the Toys Who Made Us actually specifically stated Marvel Comics because they had to like state all this stuff, I'm pretty sure. Unless maybe I just assumed because I already knew, so I filled in the blanks. But yeah, but anyway, so that was our episode of Special Features. Yeah, so go out and watch it if you care. If I can ever get my hands on the Rhino DVD. Wait, you cut out what? Oh, I said if we can get a Rhino, if I can get my hands on a Rhino DVD for season one, I'll see if there are special features different from the ones on Shout Factory. Mm, yes. yes. For a future episode. But otherwise, we hope you've enjoyed this little mini review of the special features of season one from the Shout Factory DVD release. And sign off is me, Sean, host man. Um, Sammy Ray. Thomas. <laughs> and Thomas is going off to watch Beast Wars now. No, I'm going off to Amazon land and then I'm going off to put these the box, uh, put these DVDs on the shelf and don't ever touch them. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I have Beast Wars digitally. There's no reason for me to ruin the DVDs. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Thanks, oh, Sean. You're gonna treat them like the action figures, not actually go and play with them, right? Right, that's right. All right. Bye everyone. See ya. Bye.